Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. That's a resume now. Let's go. What's up, Rich Ornberger? How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, brother. Excited for a fast, fun, friendly night on Fox Sports Radio. Everybody. Everybody. We got a lot to get to tonight. Um, Rich and I haven't had a chance to work together in a while, so uh, I'm just going to go ahead and warn you beforehand, if you don't like football, this might not be the show for you. And uh, 
<laughs> Later. Uh, j- just a heads up. Now, listen, we got NBA to talk about. Uh, I know the guys, uh, Broussard and his crew, were all over it before us because of the uh, the breaking news with Donovan Mitchell, or at least what I guess we could perceive as breaking news. But, I mean, I'm going up and down my my little call sheet tonight, and we've got Baker audio to get to. We've got the latest on Deshaun Watson, and Kill Harry was finally traded. We've already got NIL unrest. We've got a first kind of benchmark in the offseason that says we're getting closer to the college football season. We got Nick Saban basically looking in the mirror and complaining about competitive balance. I mean, Rich, it's hard to ignore all this football that we have poured in our laps right well, now. And it's about time, right, because it's been a long offseason all the way since February, and we've waited very patiently. And it's been a busy offseason. I shouldn't sure, complain yeah. too much. You know, you got Russell Wilson playing for a new team. Tom Brady comes out of retirement, forcing his head coach to take an upper management job. You had Aaron Rodgers settling back into the Packers. They've done absolutely nothing to support him offensively. So who knows what the story is going to be there, the Deshaun Watson stuff. But we're a week away or less than a week away from the first training camps opening in the NFL. So it feels appropriate to start dipping our toes back into the football waters. So I want to nerd out here real quick before we hit the big story with Donovan Mitchell. Rich, as a player – when you know you're you're inching towards camp, um, one of my buddies, Jerry Ostrowski, used to get so mad at me because every single time we would do a show around this time, I had the same question for him that I have for you. What was it like? I mean, was it nervous energy? Was it being able to relax? Uh, obviously, the NFL is still a business, so you're always fighting and scratching for a job, and you, you never know if you could be traded. But what is your mindset whenever you're two weeks out from camp as a player? Are you truly able to unplug? Uh, no, you can't. You can't. Your brain. So actually, here's the most interesting thing. I didn't realize that I had a physiological connection to this time of year until after my playing career ended. Okay. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Like, I remember there was a point in my first couple of off seasons, or I should say my first couple of retired years around August all of a sudden it felt like the it felt this is going to sound ridiculous so bear with me but it felt like my brain was itchy it felt like the inside <laughs> like if you were like if I were able to remove my forehead and just scratch the front of my brain it would make me feel better because I missed the contact Wow. I actually physiologically, like my brain was ready to, to just start slamming into the frontal lobe, into the into the forehead bones, you know, like it was a weird feeling. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I've trained my myself from a neurological standpoint to expect contact at a certain point of the year. That's how you know it's a really dumb sport, but I love it. Uh, it, it that that w- was part of it that I realized afterwards. But when I was still playing – These two weeks leading up to training camp are some of the worst because all of the things that you've left and you've sort of, you know, you you drug your feet on getting your license renewed or your registration on your car or there's, you know, something that needs to be shipped or somebody needs something from you. You got to sign some paperwork. You got to go somewhere to get something, some notary, whatever, whatever. All of the housekeeping stuff has to get done immediately. That's first and foremost because you are locked away for the next six to eight months. And then the other part of it is imagine that feeling you have on the precipice of your first day of school. Not like 
the same school you've been going to, but like you're you move to a new town first day of school, or you're about to go to high school for the first time after middle school, or middle school after elementary school. Like you're you're gonna be you're gonna be in the same school as an eighth grader. Like the, your stomach is just tumbling over itself every time you think about it. That's what it feels like getting ready for training camp, and it doesn't matter what year you are in the league. It, it, you you just feel uh, just a slightest sense of nausea throughout the day. With Rich Ornberger, I'm Chris Plankin for Jason and Mike tonight on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you in part by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. And then just one other thought on that. You know, it's do you want to get in early, right? Or or do you wait until, you know, the, the union battles for certain things? So you now obviously much less physical practices maybe than I think Rich Ornberger uh, had to deal with whenever he was in camp. But is it a situation where you want to get in as quickly as you can or you're, you're okay with taking a little extra time? No, yeah, listen, let's put it this way. You don't want to put any – Think of your ligaments and your joints and even like the bones in your feet like tread on your tire. That's the way okay. I used to look at my body. Like the the less you ride on those tires, the the longer they're going to last. So especially as you get to year three of your career, year four, year five, like you start thinking in terms of, all right, anywhere I could take a pit stop and let these wheels cool down for a little bit, I'm going to because it's a long haul. You already got the technique down for the most part. You should have the playbook down for the most part unless you're with a new team. You know, you, you put in the work you need to put in, but by and large, the preseason is about surviving the preseason so you could show up to the regular season as healthy as possible. So no real easy way for me to try to move away from football here, but we do have to downshift quickly. Tons to get to. I've got all kinds of Baker audio. If you were with us last night, you heard Jason Locke and Fora on Deshaun Watson. We'll reset some of that. Plus, we love to talk with you. Hit us up on Twitter. The best way to get in touch with the show is on Twitter. Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. I am simply at Plank Show. And Rich is an easy find at Ornberger. Spell it just like it sounds. Throw an H in there. <laughs> Are you all in on the Donovan Mitchell news? I saw this tonight. And yes, we, we were a football show for four hours tonight. But I kind of got a little juiced in this. I, I felt like I should be producing like undisputed, or I felt like maybe the uh, the guys with the, the guys that do the debate shows could call me because I think there is a hell of a good old fashioned orchestrated debate you could have with Donovan Mitchell on the trade market. Rich, who would you rather have of the available superstars right now, Donovan Mitchell or Kevin Durant? Who would you mortgage your future to go get Donovan Mitchell and Kevin Durant? Now, obviously, two much different players, but. This is wild times right now in the association where there's so much going on you know, with the game, the summer league, seeing some of these rookies play. There's so much going on around it with the, the, the play in uh, the midseason tournament that's been talked about. But holy smokes, there are two. And I don't want to say Donovan Mitchell's on the trade block because I, I don't necessarily think they put him out there on the block to trade him. But it is kind of fascinating that you have two of the bigger stars in the game, including maybe one of the biggest and best in Durant, two are available right now for the right price. This is wild. 
Oh, it's absolutely wild. I mean, look, if you're forced to choose between the two, I mean, your your probably knee jerk reaction, well, depending who you are, is you're going to say, oh, well, uh, you know, I want the young pro with the high upside, with less of an injury history, um, and and maybe maybe a little less resentment, you know, because uh, that often happens as you get older and you see more. Yeah, you, you, you start to look at things a little bit differently. And maybe Kevin Durant's at that point in his career where, you know, he's not going to settle for a situation. He's going to make it better or he's going to get gone. And that may have been the case of what happened in Brooklyn. Um, or you're going to go, no, 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 no. I want the guy who's been there, who's seen the wars, who won's, who who's won championships and league MVPs and final MVPs. And I personally, I lean closer to that side. And I'll tell you why. It's because, Chris, in the NBA, if you don't got a star, like a gravity-shifting star who has championship credentialing in this league, you, you, you can't build. Everybody's looking to chase championships at some point or to get close enough to the warmth of a star so that maybe they could be a hanger on her and win one, right? And Kevin right. Durant, he's got that resume. So I think personally I would choose Durant. I would choose Durant too. I, I would in a heartbeat. But I this might sound I think Mitchell might be a little bit more and when I say affordable, I don't know if you're gonna have to give up quite the package to get Donovan Mitchell that you're gonna get uh, that you're gonna have to give up to get Kevin Rand. But again, the big story tonight, a woge bomb earlier. Uh the Utah Jazz had shut down inquiries on Donovan Mitchell and now after the trade of Rudy Gobert and I guess maybe kind of Danny Ainge and the crew talking about it. Their general manager, Justin Zanuck, alluded to the possibility during a news conference uh, on Saturday when asked about Donovan Mitchell. He said, quote, change is inevitable in the NBA. And now, even though standing behind, hey, we want to build around Donovan, you know, he, Donovan is on our roster and he's a very important part. Reports tonight, the Jazz are open to trades across the entire roster but Mitchell is certainly the organization's most valuable and coveted player, and they are now showing a willingness to listen to even trade scenarios for him. Oh, so let's that, go. Yeah, that says to me either Zanuck himself or somebody in that front office uh, fed this to Woj or, or somebody close to that front office. Or, frankly, let's be honest, I mean, nah, that makes the most sense. I was going to say Donovan Mitchell's camp. That's not really something you you want out there. You you want to grease the skids if you're Donovan Mitchell's camp, right? You want right. to make the trade as easy as possible and make a landing spot as accessible as possible if the Jazz are looking to rebuild. And the mo- the two most intriguing points here that, that are made in this series of, of tweets from Woj are the fact that the entire roster is available. Not a good time to be a star on that team, right? You, you're going to just be middling for the next two years while they rebuild. Is that what you want to go through? I mean, you could argue Steph Curry went through it recently with the Warriors and netted him a championship. But the Warriors were waiting on Clay to get better. And assuming he could, you, you knew he was a proven asset and it wasn't like you were going to the drafts and sniffing up prospects to help you get to the to the Larry O'Brien. So, yeah, if I'm Donovan, I'm talking to my agent and I'm starting to list the teams that I would like to uh, aim for in trade. Mm. Now, it's funny because the other big story in the NBA tonight is that the Knicks make the signing of Jalen Brunson uh, public. They make it official 
And then immediately all the Knicks buzz starts with a potential Donovan Mitchell trade. I mean, that would be fascinating New York guy. And I listen, I, I'm not going to pretend that I, I have all these fake trade scenarios for Donovan Mitchell that I do have laid out for Kevin Durant, which if you want to, Rich, we can spend a whole hour on my fake <laughs> Kevin Durant trade scenarios that I have for you. But I, I'll tell you, I think there's going to be a robust market. For Donovan Mitchell, I think there's going to be a lot of really good teams that are that are interested in going after him. I'll tell you what, the Pelicans are right in the mix for Kevin Durant. I mean, I, I can't help but wonder if maybe they look at this and say, huh, a guy like Donovan Mitchell where, you know, maybe we don't have to worry about potentially sending a Brandon Ingram in this deal like apparently the Nets would be insistent upon if it was a Kevin Durant deal, maybe a place like New Orleans. And then, of course, you look for the flash places, right? Could the Lakers come up with a package in order mm. to get him? Obviously, the Knicks are going to be mentioning it too, but I've got to work on my trade scenarios here for Donovan Mitchell tonight because I don't have a ton for us yet. We'll get yeah. there, though. Yeah, you know, and it, it's going to be important for, you know, kind of best and final when it comes to a young star like Donovan Mitchell because you'll miss the boat quick if you don't come with something serious and significant because the Utah Jazz apparently weren't entertaining much, uh, you know, they because they were to, – to put it briefly, because he was so expensive to yeah. them because he's such an important and valuable asset to them. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I've got all – I've listened – to more NBA podcast than I have ever during a season, mm-hmm. which is weird because, I, again, I love the NBA. I, I love we, – we have a team in my state for the last, you know, 10, 12 years now, and it's been great. But, man, there is something about the team-building portion of the NBA that is fascinating to me. I mean, you're looking at a Utah Jazz team. This is what – and I still – the Thunder rebuild looks to be going pretty well. But I still shake my head that, you know, with Chris Paul three years ago, that's a team that looked like they might be able to make a run, and they just shut it all down. It's like, all right, see you later. Bye, Billy Donovan. Had fun in Chicago. Uh, we're going to just stockpile draft picks now. Uh, Utah is kind of the same way. Right? I mean, I, I, I get it. They got a lot for Rudy Gobert. But this is a team that's been, you know, in the top three, four, five in the Western Conference uh, standings overall. They've they've hosted playoff series. They've been a fun team. They've been electric. But, man, whenever a team decides to pull a plug and say, all right, we're done, time to rebuild. I get it. Danny Age comes in, and he knows how to team build. But, ah, Rich, that's got to be a tough call when you've been competitive. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and you know what? Watching the NBA and and listening to those podcasts, because I partake as well, locally, national podcasts, you know, the broad strokes, oh, yeah. and I like to get in the weeds on certain teams that have players of interest and kind of get the scoop closer to the source. It's What's fun about it is it's like watching a bunch of kids pick their kickball team on the playground. Like, it's not fun when the lunch lady is on the yard and she points to Joey and says, Jessica's got to be on your team, and then points to Stephanie and says, oh, yeah, Mikey's got to be on your team. It's a lot more fun when you get to choose. Your, you know, captains right. go out there and they start selecting. And and it's fascinating to watch how people within the culture, within the constructs of the culture, see themselves. You know, that's what the NBA has become. These players, they're the bosses. They get to pick their teams. And it's like no other professional sports league on the planet, frankly. All right. We have football to get to next. Baker Mayfield met with the media for the first time coming up in an, well, for the first time as a Carolina Panther. And Rich has a great start, sit, 
cut whenever it comes to the Carolina Panthers, which is happening in real life right now in the Panthers locker room. John Paul Morosi is coming up at 1020, and we've got a lot of audio to get to today, including our man Nick Saban. Before we go to a break, though, I want to remind you that we're brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. And for Jason and Mike, he's Rich. I'm Plank. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is a local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Rich, my kind of philosophy and whether or not I take a report seriously in college football is if 86 people confirm it because in college football or college sports in general, if one person has a story and it's legit, then 86 people say, I can confirm the story that Rich Hornberger has. And then there's, I have confirmed the confirmation of the confirmation. So far, I haven't seen that on the PAC 12 is sticking together yet, but I feel pretty good about that. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, I for I, now? I, I think for now, uh, look, I think inertia is is what you have to look at. Love that word. What is what is the most likely thing to happen? Well, the most likely thing to happen is nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true because objects in motion tend to stay in motion, objects at rest tend to stay at rest. I mean, unless the SEC is hunting down uh, ASU and and Arizona to jump ship on the Pac-12. Like, does it really make that big of a difference moving out of the Pac-12 to be in the Big 12 for ASU and Arizona, especially that conference shape they're going to be in after they lose uh, Texas and, and Oklahoma? And then in terms of Oregon – and and you know and and who else were we hearing as a potential big big 10 bid uh you know it, to me the the big 10 i mean they're certainly not going to contract but are they going to expand any further past notre dame this off season if they can even get that done i i don't know i you know so right now all these pieces are going to sit where they're at until they get tapped or until some sort of agreement is struck between conferences. I would say sooner we could see the Pac-12 doing doing something like joining forces with the ACC. Ooh, you're reading my mind. You know, then then I can see like then I can see them completely dissolving into nothingness. Yeah. I agree. We got, I've got so much on that coming up. And Brian Finley, noted Pac-12 honk, will help us out a little bit later on in the show. But, hey, I wanted to follow through on some of this sound for today because I'm a nerd and I love audio. So uh, Baker Mayfield met with the media for the first time today. Uh, he took the high road on just about everything. Now, now pause, I'm going to pause there for just a bit. It really didn't or wouldn't have benefited him to to basically go in and just go scorched earth on Cleveland. I think Baker Mayfield of maybe, you know, eight, nine years ago would have loved to do that. But 
I know everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to see what he's going to say. I mean, it, it, it benefits him absolutely nothing to go out there and start dogging on Cleveland, right? He's got to go win his job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, if, if Baker – look, what is the Baker Mayfield legacy right now in your opinion? Like, what, what has he accomplished? And, what, like, if he retired today, what would the byline be on Baker Mayfield? Incredible college quarterback, had a solid short run with the Browns. Funny dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, dude, you nailed it. Like, that's, and that's not bad, but it isn't great. It isn't elite. It isn't Hall of Fame worthy. You know, when you're a Heisman quarterback and you have really scraped against the ceiling of greatness in your college career. I mean, the expectations are so high when you make that leap. The unfortunate reality for a lot of these quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence has gone through it in Jacksonville, is you get drafted by one of the worst franchises in football, and you just can't avoid it. Ask Sammy Darnold what it was like playing for the New York Jets. I mean, it's bad. Ask Daniel Jones what it's been like playing for the Giants. It isn't good. You know, when you're a, a great college quarterback or if you're a highly touted prospect due to your potential like a Mitchell Trubisky or a Daniel Jones or if you truly were an exceptional college quarterback like a Baker Mayfield, your fate is going to land you in the hands of a completely backwards franchise that can't win. And, and that's what happened to Baker Mayfield. Now, again, we can make excuses or you can make a change. If you look at the Colts uh, and the tailspin, they looked like they were heading toward before they drafted Andrew Luck after right. Peyton Manning. I mean, right. that could have gotten real ugly real fast, but Andrew Luck was a superlative talent who was able to save that team. And so, I mean, a quarterback could make all the difference in the world. And Baker just wasn't quite that for the Cleveland Browns. He had moments. He had one really pretty top-notch season. He got a playoff win for Cleveland. But I agree with you. I mean, largely, he underachieved so far in his, in his NFL career. Uh, so let's hear from him. First, we're brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Okay, so there was that first question, maintaining that personality while you're in Carolina. Multiple conversations that I've had with Scott and Coach Rule about they want me to be myself you know, be a good leader, be a great teammate, but I've always been vocal and uh, being able to bring guys and, and elevate them. There's balance, but that, that competitive nature, that'll never go away. Yeah, and again, he's got to adjust to some things, but at his core, Rich, I think you, you, you can't change who you are. I suddenly can't come on this show and be some laid-back, reticent dude that's just chilling with my feet up listening to smooth jazz. I'm a crazy person. I'm loud. I've got terrible opinions, and my picks are awful. <laughs> right? I, 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 can't, I can't change that, as, as, regardless of how much I read. Baker Mayfield can say, you know, I'm going to be a little smarter about things, but at his core, he's an overly competitive dude that when it comes down to it, he wants to win, and oh, oh, does he want to prove people wrong with this so he can't change that yeah i mean i i'll does he perfectly fit the archetype of uh of a pro quarterback like one of these starting you know automatrons like tom brady or or peyton manning no he doesn't really fit that mold he's he's more new age 
You know, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is slipping more toward this side of the spectrum. You know, I, I mean, Baker Mayfield, he speaks his mind. He's candid. Uh, he's media savvy. He doesn't mind getting in front of the camera. You Like you pointed out, he does have a sense of humor, but he also has a tremendous competitive streak. And I do believe that the best Baker is a Baker who feels slightly behind the eight ball or directly behind the eight ball. So my expectation for this upcoming season, and this may sound laughable because Carolina is not in a position where, you know, just thinking about the division and the competition they have in that division, they're not really in position to be an excellent team or a great team even. But I, I kind of feel like Baker's got a lot to prove again, and that's the best form of Baker Mayfield. All right, so inevitably the questions are going to come about Cleveland. He was asked about kind of where, where he was mentally whenever the Deshaun Watson trade went down. Pretty unexpected, but, you know, if, I, if I'm focused on the past, then I'm not doing my job and being a Carolina Panther now. So, I'm like I said, I'm grateful for my time there. Yeah, shocked. I'd say it was pretty much the only way to describe it. You, you, you're – I had a coach one time. I used to be an athlete. Well, I never was an athlete. I used to play sports. That said, the Lord put your eyes in front of your head so you never look back. Said like a thousand times. Yeah. But you, but you know, there is like this part of Baker Mayfield that that does want to stop and say, "Yeah, I was pissed." I mean, he he did it in in a couple of interviews. But now that you have some some time between it. You got to you got to focus on Carolina and and again one more thing on Cleveland. He was very much about team when it came looking back at Cleveland. Cleveland's a special place. There's teammates and friendships and bonds that uh, we all contributed to that that special run and to to help turn that around. There's guys that lifelong friendships that I'll have that are that are very special to me, near and dear to Emily and I that uh, we'll we'll never forget about. And then one more thing on animosity towards Cleveland. Is there any? No animosity towards Cleveland. It's a good football town that, you know, gave me the first four years of my career. And uh, thankful for those, those you know, trials and tribulations, all the challenges, a lot to learn from and look back on and reflect. Can he turn it around, in your opinion, Rich? Can he be the guy that you're supposed to be as the number one pick in the draft? He could turn it around. Uh, it's going to take, obviously, Matt Rule having some of the 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 best the best the best offensive game plans of his career so far. It's going to take health at the quarterback position, which isn't guaranteed with Baker Mayfield coming off an injured year. Uh, it's going to take uh, Ben McAdoo, the offensive coordinator, to pull a rabbit out of his hat. So I mean, we're there's a there's a lot of hope involved in this in this, and we know that's not a good strategy. But <laughs> there's an X factor, and and let's face it, I mean, how, was the 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 coaching in Cleveland all that much better than it is in Carolina in his early years? Mm, Didn't he yeah. show some great potential then with bad coaching? With bad coordinating? The answer is yes. I mean, look, there's something special about Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's going to be – we're not going to look back on Baker, I, I think, in, in 20 years, whenever it is he wraps up his career and say, hey, the postscript on this guy is is he was – is he he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But right. this, can be a, this can be a good spot for Baker Mayfield to rejuvenate his NFL – uh, persona, you know, and I think he's taking steps to doing that. Look, you get into a fight with your little sister growing up and your parents say, you know, hey, say you're sorry. 
Well, and you tell them, well, I didn't do anything. I, I mean, she started. You saw the whole thing. I don't care. Say you're sorry. No, I'm not saying sorry. Well, guess what? Eventually, you say you're sorry, and then you realize, oh, that wasn't so bad. All right. right. Now now we can move on. That's where Baker Mayfield's at. He just said sorry, and it's not really. You know, he's just not attacking Cleveland anymore. He's put that in the rearview mirror. You know, everybody's taking their lumps over that. The past is the past. It's time to move on to brighter pastures, and hopefully there are some ahead of them um and it's funny that you say that because i have a 13 and an eight-year-old that that's all they do is oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell your sister you're sorry no tell your sister you're sorry she started it dad she started it. what are you talking about <sighs> um two, two other things that i want to get from this real quick it's a, yeah. uh, it's fox sports radio and for jason and mike it's rich ornberger i'm chris plank we're rolling through the baker mayfield presser from earlier today uh the relationship with sam darnold they know each other they never played against each other but uh, what is that relationship like? Because they got to know each other through the draft process as well. Sam's a great guy and uh, looking forward to being in that, that locker room and that quarterback room with them and competing and, and challenging each other. And it's it's going to be special. You know, I think we're going to we'll help each other out quite a bit. You can write whatever story you want about him, but he, he's a good guy that wants to help his team win and, and loves football. And And the one thing we do know. There's no denying that Baker took a pay cut in order to go to Carolina. You know, for me, it was it was about the next steps forward in finding a new place, somewhere that wanted me, somewhere that that I, w- I would be able to go in and compete and have a fresh start somewhere. So that that's that's where that all came from. Yeah, listen, Rich, we're just getting started on on Baker talk. I mean, it's going to be pretty endless. I think it, you've got what two quarterback battles right now in the NFL going into camp: Baker v. Darnold and Geno Smith versus Drew Locke. There's not another one that's really jumping to the top of my mind right now. Uh, so, uh, whatever might happen in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson's situation, but it's going to be a story that we're going to talk about quite a bit. And I'm telling, you, I am just. I'm fascinated. I am intrigued. I'm excited to see how this plays out. And I think if you're a Carolina Panther fan, I think you should be excited too. I see all the jokes. Warren Sharp, very smart guy. Look at everything that Carolina gave up in this quarterback room. Well, guess what? If they hit on one of them, they're good to go. And that's all it takes. And people give up a lot of capital to get quarterbacks. Look at Cleveland right now. Look at what Denver did. Um, I'm not saying that you've got Russell Wilson or or Deshaun Watson right now in that quarterback room, but you do what it takes to try to get the quarterback position right. There's no guarantee that if you tank this season – and you have the top pick that C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or I don't, I don't know who else you might think about, the kid at Kentucky, are going to end up being what Andrew Luck was when he played or Patrick Mahomes. They could easily be Jameis Winston or a top five pick like Sam Darnold. So it's just I, I don't mind the fact that they've given up some capital to get quarterbacks here. No, I mean, you got to take swings. Otherwise, you're going to watch strikes. You know, yeah. you got to take swings. And so if that. you go down swinging – at least you could say that much. Yeah, and and they took some swings, and they may miss on all of them. But Carolina Panthers, they have a co- quarterback competition, and when you have competition, usually it, re- it yields better results than complacency. So they go into the season with Darnold and Baker drafted in the. That's a, a, intriguing in and of itself. It's yeah. only happened one other time in NFL history to the Raiders, like back in the '60s, that you had two first rounders on the same roster from the same draft i can't wait to see how this shakes out me neither be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.
John Paul Morosi, the Orioles are 500. Break up Baltimore. Here's the, are, they, are they actually good? Are the Orioles actually good? The best story in baseball right now, my friends, the Baltimore Orioles. They cannot lose. And here is now the complexity for Orioles management. They're playing really well. They are probably the most charming story in sports at the moment. And yet, what do you do if you are Mike Elias at the trade deadline? August 2nd, coming up, three weeks away. Can you possibly add or pass up a chance to compete and keep it going when you're in the same division as the Yankees? Here to me is is the way I am beginning to evolve on this and 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 view what they should do. I do think by the book and by by the rote sort of calculating your playoff odds, yes, you should trade Trey Mancini and Jordan Lyles and, and take that approach. But this is where I, I say that at some point in time in your journey and it's been years since this team was relevant. I think you need to keep this thing going and not forget that we are in the entertainment business. And if at some point in time, two years from now, you don't have the additional pitching prospect that you would have gotten if you traded Trey Mancini, you have to, I think, accept that and say, you know what? We, we made a run at a moment where it was important to bring the fans back into the ballpark we began this season with a, with a lockout. Uh, we didn't even, at this time last year, we were just barely having full capacity in all ballparks. I mean, to me, guys, there is a, a public obligation that exists here that when you're playing this well, you got to keep it going. You, get, you have to keep this team together. And, and if you miss out on turning Trey Man City into a prospect, to me, that's the cost of doing business, and you have to do right by your fans. Yeah, I mean, nine-game winning streak right now. They're great at home. Yeah, you just have to – this is a make-good year, and you have to kick the can down the road. And plus that whole AL East, I mean, just monstrous division right now. But nobody's catching the Yankees there. And you look no. to the West, nobody's catching the Astros, it doesn't look like. But there are – I mean, look, there are some heated races in these other divisions. Second half, where do you think the most flip-flopping? Where's the race going to be? What are we all going to be looking at in terms of number one and number two shifting back and forth down? the stretch of the season well a couple things i think number one uh one race to watch carefully is going to be minnesota and and cleveland i mean i think that to me has has got a chance to have some intrigue the guardians have kept themselves uh in the conversation i think and found a way to to potentially uh be a playoff team here going forward and then i would say in the al wild card how about the seattle mariners and the run they're on right now and and i think rich to me I'll, i'll piggyback on the point that we made a moment ago um, uh, about the way that the Orioles have to have to proceed with this with this race, because the other teams in the AL East, with the exception of the Yankees, they're all flawed. Uh, I think Boston has some flaws. Certainly, a, a big start for them with Sale coming back tonight. Tampa Bay, Wander Franco, they signed this massive extension. Now he's out long term with surgery. Toronto, their starting pitching is incredibly inconsistent. So you look at Baltimore right now, they're in this race, guys. They are right in this thing. And, and so if I'm, if I'm the Orioles, I look at this and say, who scares me right now? Honestly, the Mariners, the way they're playing, 
they they intimidate me a little bit. But aside from that, man, I'm I'm going for this thing. And that, that to me, AL wild card, tons of intrigue. The Cardinals have played their, themselves back into being a playoff team here with a huge win over the Dodgers here tonight. I, I think that race between the Cardinals and the Phillies really intriguing as the Giants start to recede a little bit. I think right now, guys, uh, it, it's going to be seven teams for six spots in the National League. I just don't see the Giants as having that staying power right now. I think we know the seven teams that are contenders right now, Mets, Brewers, Dodgers, Braves, Padres, Cardinals, Phillies, and and I really think the Giants have come back to the pack now. Hey, speaking of coming back to the pack, have you been able to kind of put your finger on what's gone wrong for the Mets? You know, I think certainly some inconsistencies with the pitching when Scherzer was out. I also think they haven't quite had the same level of productivity that they expected from maybe the left side of the infield. Uh, I think Escobar has been just okay. Lindor has been good, but maybe not great in terms of what they expected from him as an MVP-level performer all those years there in Cleveland. We just haven't talked about him as much because the team has been better this year than they were a year ago, but he's batting two forty-five. It's a team that I think, with the exception of Alonzo, doesn't maybe have that, that really significant run-producing bat. Nimmo, of course, Canna, I think that they've been solid, but this is a lineup of the collection right now, the Mets, of solid bats, but not spectacular. And the pitching has been without the likes of Scherzer and DeGrama. Obviously, Scherzer has now come back. DeGrama's on his way back. Tyler McGill, they really relied on him early. He's been out long-term. I think the pitching has been... Above average, certainly, but not show-stopping without those two aces. And now I think they get more of that identity back. But candidly, what's happening tonight with the Braves and and beating them 4-1, they've had way too many performances like tonight with just one run and a pretty ordinary offensive effort. You know, you mentioned the San Francisco Giants coming back to the pack this season. Last year, this time of year, everybody was still trying to figure out whether or not the Giants were real, and they were. They won, what, 107 games? They won that right. NL West. It was just a ridiculous season. But now it's starting to look more and more like a fluke for Farhan Zaidi in that front office. Is that the case, or is there something to be learned about how they constructed that roster a year ago? You know, it's a great question. I, I think that they, they've had some pitching injuries, and I think they've also had some key position player injuries. And one of the other things that's happened is they don't have Buster Posey anymore. And we're seeing the effect that he had on that club for a very, very long time. I think they miss him in a pretty huge way. Uh, and I think that, to me, stands out as one pretty significant issue for them. I also think that you know Crawford, of course, has, has missed a little bit of time. They just haven't had the same, from my perspective, thoroughness of a lineup one through nine and i think missing posey is a big part of it they haven't had you know that they were counting on joey bart to be that next player up to have that position he just hasn't been able to answer the bell and they lose gossman in free agency and rodon has been tremendous de sclafani missing him i think has really set them back a little bit so i i think overall you know the the bullpen i've always liked Doval's arm i think he's a really promising reliever but this team misses Buster Posey. Right. And, and some of the more, uh, I think, more outstanding offensive performances that they had a year ago have just been a little bit more average. And I think be- between those situations and not having Gossman, that's why they've been a little better than average this year, but not at all the same team. 
Hey, uh, real quick, John Paul, I, I buried the lead here. I, any lingering concerns now with the Mike Trout injury before we let you get out of here, or is it just something he's been dealing with? You know, he. this is now an obviously different injury. Last year was a calf. But it's two straight years now where, where there's been some injury issues for him. Still, obviously, brilliant numbers for Mike Trout. He just uh, was announced tonight, uh, left the game with upper back spasms. Uh, the Angels season began with so much promise, guys. And it has now become a, a dreadful season for them. The brawl was part of it, but it, this this team was going off the rails long before then. And now it appears Trout, another injury concern. And you have to wonder, guys, how many more years in a row are we going to see the best player in the planet for the last decade not playing in the playoffs? That appears to be the case yet again. Fernando Tatis Jr. has yet to see the field this season, but he's all over the promotional videos on MLB Network. Everywhere you look, you still see the 23 jersey for the San Diego Padres. Um, What what are realistic expectations when he returns from this wrist fracture that held him out of spring training and this early portion of the season? You know, Rich, it's an excellent question. For me, A, he has to be able to move positions because this is now – a long time where he's missed the game action. The speed of the game for the infield, to me, is always a concern when you've had a long layoff. So for me, that's that's an issue. Uh, and I think, too, you know, this has now gone on, Rich, and you know from being out in San Diego, this was not the expectation when he had that injury in spring training. We were not supposed to still be talking about him being out here in the middle of July. And I, I think the the slowness of the healing, to me, is is concerning now i am not a doctor i i have not had a look at the imaging of his wrist nor would i even know what it meant if i did but what i do know is this that the hands and wrists for hitters are are really sensitive and when there is talk about scar tissue being there and maybe him not still being 100 percent yet i get worried rich I, I do because he means a lot to this game and it certainly it's a long-term contract. There's plenty of time for him to come back and make good on what the offer was when he signed it. But I'm, I'm just concerned. I'm concerned for him, for the Padres, for the sport, hmm. and, and I won't be fully at ease as a baseball person until I see him back and healthy. John Paul, appreciate you. Great stuff, man, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much, guys. You're the greatest. All the best, and I look forward to the next conversation as well. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.